This morning I want to have a look at some of the lyrics of this amazing song. Because this song is a story about the truth of the real identity of Jesus Christ. We often see the baby pictured in the manger, but there's so much more to who Jesus really is. And so I want to take some lines from the song and the lyrics today and to be able to share with you the truth of the true identity of the one that we worshipped here this morning. Mary, did you know, the lyricist wrote, that this baby boy has come to make things new. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he is or she is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. For many of us, we were stuck in the old way of life. For many of us, we never understood that there was an opportunity for a brand new start. We never knew it was possible that somehow the old person could be renewed and become a brand new person. You might look the same on the outside, but something dramatic happens on the inside. Mary, did you know that your baby boy can make all things new, the song says today. You know, the whole world is looking for new. We look for new in lots of different ways. We look for new. Many of us men look for new with new toys. We think if we get a new toy, that latest model, that that will satisfy the emptiness that we experience in our souls. But we get the new, and then suddenly, after a few months, another model comes out. And what we had before is no longer new, and we begin to think, well, if I can get the latest model then maybe some of that emptiness that I'm feeling inside will go away. But as you know, okay, sorry, always forget that. But as you know, that the new will never be made new by external forces. Something new has to happen on the inside of you and then the inside of me. And that's the promise of what Jesus makes for us. Behold, I make all things new. I could not believe it when I found out this truth for my own life and I invited Jesus Christ into my life and suddenly everything was new for me. I was seeing the world through different eyes. I was, I was seeing things that I'd never ever believed were possible before because he makes everything new. Political systems are offering, often promising new for example, socialism or communism promises a new coat on every man, but Jesus promises a new man inside every coat. Hallelujah this morning. Mary, did you know that the child you delivered will soon deliver you? What an incredible line. Mary, did you know that the child you delivered will soon deliver you? Because one of the titles of Jesus Christ is the deliverer. And on the very first sermon that Jesus spoke as he opened the scroll of Isaiah and he preached his first sermon in the synagogue, he quoted from the book of Isaiah these words. He said, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. 
And these are, these are what the words, some of the words he said that followed. He said to proclaim liberty to the captives and to set at liberty those who are oppressed. We know the oppression that 2020 has brought to the world. There's never been a year in my life where I have seen so many people become so anxious, where depression has risen up, where people are, are feeling captive in their own nations and in their own cities and their own houses because of this pandemic created by the coronavirus. And so what's happened is that anxiety is at an all-time high in many nations around the world. And right now in New Zealand, you have to say we've got it very, very sweet compared to the Northern Hemisphere right now. The Bible predicts this day when the prophet Isaiah said these words. In Isaiah 60 verse 2, Behold, darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people. And unfortunately, as we take a deeper look at the Scriptures, we discover that this is only just a taste of what is to come, where Jesus predicted a time on the earth called the Great Tribulation where things are going to get a lot worse than the coronavirus. I'm sorry to bear bad news to you today, but understand this, that in the same verse that Jesus predicted this, this is what he says to those who follow him. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. And so when you invite Jesus Christ to become part of your world, suddenly things become illuminated. Suddenly, those who are held captive by the anxieties, the depressions, the mistakes of our past, the regrets of a former life lived, we see the liberator at work within our lives, setting us free from addictions, setting us free from the darkness of the oppression that often follows us in our lives. Jesus came to set the captives free. Mary, did you know the baby you delivered will soon deliver you today. And how about these words? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on water? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would give sight to a blind man? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would calm the storm with his hand? The blind will see, the deaf will hear, the dead will live again, the lame will leap and the dumb will speak, the praises of the Lamb. Did you know that the miracle working God is found in the Son, Jesus Christ? And those who meet the Son begin to open the door to a realm called miracles, the supernatural, the realm of the impossible. The impossible. As I listened to Leone's story this morning, to have her standing here, to be able to testify that her life has finally turned the corner. Where the many burdens that she's carried through her adult lifetime, since the age of 10, really, keeping a secret for 20 plus years, that many people struggle to talk about in the world that we live in. To finally have the shame, to finally have the guilt, to finally have the hurt healed within her life, and to start a life again is nothing less than a miracle from God. And I can testify that we're not just talking about, you know, the, the kind of natural miracles that we often talk about. But over the years, I have had the privilege of seeing cancers at last stage completely eradicated from people's bodies. 
This year we saw a cancer last stages where a man had been told to pack all of his goods, get everything in order because you have no time left to know that he was healed from one country to another as a group of people began to pray for him. And the next time he went to see the doctors, they could not find one ounce of cancer in his body. Mary, did you know that your baby boy is a miracle working God? We've seen club feet straightened. We've seen broken bones healed over the years. In an instant and a moment of time, Mary, did you know that your baby boy is the miracle worker? He's a miracle working God. And maybe today you need some kind of a miracle. You need some kind of a divine intervention that is beyond the scope of space and time where God can bridge the gap through this baby boy, Jesus Christ, and bring a miracle to your doorstep. Mary, did you know that your baby boy is a miracle working God? He can deliver, he can save, he can heal, he can set the captives free. And lastly, this morning, told you I was going to preach short. I could see the unbelief in your eyes. The lyrics of the song go on to say, Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day rule the nations? Now we're getting to his true identity. Did you know that your baby boy is heaven's heaven's perfect lamb? That sleeping child you're holding is the great I am. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day rule the nations? The, The Bible predicts an event of global proportions. Today we celebrate the first coming of Christ. But did you know that there is predicted and prophesied clear signs around another arrival of Jesus Christ, except this time he's not coming as a baby, but he's coming back as the Messiah, the ruler of the nations of the world, as King Jesus to set up his kingdom here on the earth. Whereas the lightning is from the east to the west, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be, where every eye will see him. Well, every heart will know, every tongue will confess, every knee shall bow at the arrival of King Jesus at the second coming of Jesus Christ. What an event that day will be where the political leaders of nations will be stunned by the arrival of none other than the ruler of the world, Jesus Christ, to set up his kingdom where we shall rule and reign together with him. Mary, did you know that your son, your baby, is none other than the great I am? The true identity, friends, of this baby boy is the Messiah, the Lord of the universe, the one whom John wrote about in John 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the same was God. Nothing that was made was, wasn't made without him. Jesus is none other than the creator of the world that we live in. And this is why the message of Christ is so powerful, because God can literally recreate you from the inside out. He can change you. He can completely rearrange your spiritual DNA in such a way that you know that you're loved, that you know that you have unconditional love surrounding your life. Many of us have struggled growing up. 
Many of us have had conditional love, conditions placed around. We don't understand what unconditional love really is. But the one who came for us displayed it. You know why? Because he wasn't just born in a manger, but one day he died on a cross on a hill called Calvary alongside two thieves, wrongly accused, falsely tried. And upon him, the sins of the world were laid. Your sins, my sins were laid upon the Son of God. Jesus Christ took the burden of our wrongdoing upon himself. And the Bible says, whosoever believes in him now shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. Eternity is simply a microsecond away from your life today, should you believe in Jesus Christ and receive him for yourself. I could not believe this news when I first heard it as a young man. I thought, this is too good to be true. That's why the world, there's not cues lying up around the churches because there's so much cynicism in the world today that they find hard to believe. The word gospel means good news. Friends, this is good news that you can live forever with eternity planted in your heart should you choose to receive Jesus Christ into your life today. And as I glance my eyes across the congregation today, I look at the lives and I know the tapestry, the story behind the lives that are here of dramatic, dramatic changes of direction in life, dramatic internal dynamics that have been rearranged by the power of his love. And I want to tell you today that God can only not only do that for some here. Some of you say, but that's only for special people. No, that's for everybody. Whosoever should believe in him will not perish. Every person today can receive the Son of God into your life. So in just a moment, I'm going to ask us to bow our heads with a word of prayer. And I want to declare to you one of the great promises of the Bible. John 1 verse 12 says this, To as many as received him, Jesus, to those that believe on his name, they shall be given the right to become children of God. Today, Jesus has won the right for you to receive a new identity. You know, right now, passports are a big talking point as the world's getting ready to travel again. But we cannot travel to where God wants us to go without a passport that is stamped with the blood of Jesus, with his sacrifice on it, that is signed with his name that says, I've paid for you in full. It is finished. Today, that promises for you. You can receive your spiritual passport and gain access to the King of Kings and eternal kingdom. You can know the peace that passes all understanding if you will receive his son, Jesus Christ. I'm going to give you that opportunity today. Could we bow our heads, please? Father, I thank you for every person that has come today. I'm so glad today, Lord, that we can gather here in this place. I'm so excited today, Lord Jesus, that we can honor you. We can honor you as we gather. We can honor you with our worship. But Lord, the greatest honor we can give to you is our very own lives. So this morning, Lord, I've done my best to share the greatest story ever told. And now I'm asking you, Holy Spirit, to move upon different hearts and lives, to give them an opportunity to believe and receive and become a child of God. Today you've heard my words. God is placing faith in your heart. Faith is a gift. 
God is handing that gift to a number of people this morning for you to receive Jesus Christ into your life. Your life can change in a microsecond. Will you receive Jesus Christ? How do we do that? We acknowledge this morning that we've lived our life. We've done it my way. And we're having an awakening and a realization today that it's time to do it his way. That's called repentance. So we turn from doing it our way and we begin to say, Lord, that hasn't worked. It's time to do it your way and to receive Jesus Christ into your life. I'd like to pray for a number of you this morning that would do that. So with every head bowed for a moment, I want to ask you the question, is Jesus your king? Is Jesus your personal savior? Have you invited him to become a part of your world? This morning, I'm giving you that opportunity. Just a moment, I'm going to ask you to slip your hand up, and I'm going to take a moment to pray for you. So today, if you feel the prompting of God's Spirit, you'll know that it's you. You'll know this morning that the Lord is drawing you to himself. You can sense it. You can feel it within your life and within your heart today. If that's you this morning, would you quickly slip up your hand so I can pray for you, wherever you are. God bless. God bless. Quickly slip up your hand right now. And by slipping up your hand, you're saying, yes, James, I want to fully commit my life to Jesus Christ. Just a moment longer as I just look around the room. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace. Church, would you pray with these people that have raised their hands? Can I lead you in a prayer? Please follow after me. Dear Jesus, thank you for your gift to the world. I acknowledge before God that I've done my own thing and I've walked my own way. Please forgive me, Lord for leaving you out of my life. I turn from that way of life and I turn to you today. I receive you, Jesus, into my life this morning. And I want to say thank you. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for caring for me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen.